Welcome to the Chasing Wildflowers podcast. I'm your host, Kara Coving, author, speaker, educator, and women's empowerment coach. And I teach all about how you design your extraordinary life right now. You deserve to be happy and create a life of abundance and perfect alignment to who God created you to be. You were meant for more. You are worthy of everything you want and desire, and you can get it all right now. Chasing wildflowers is the pursuit of chasing the magical moments in life that might otherwise pass you by. Here, you'll receive all the tips and tricks to learn how to create your extraordinary life right now. So stick around and let's start chasing wildflowers. Hello, everybody. It's Kara on the Chasing Wildflowers podcast. And today we are talking about answering the call back to authenticity. So lately, it seems that authenticity is like this new buzzword out there, right? Everybody's saying it, everybody's talking about it, everybody's encouraging it, right? Well, some people roll their eyes every time they hear it, you know, the vast majority of us respond with like this zeal that, yes, we all need to be, you know, more authentic. But what does that really mean? And more importantly, why is the vast majority of people feeling this way right now? So let's first define what authenticity really is, okay? So the dictionary defines it as true to one's personality, spirit, or character. So I love this definition, right? True to one's personality, spirit, or character. Uh, so, So why is this important? Let's listen to Brene Brown's definition of authenticity from her book, uh, The Art, The Gifts of Imperfection. She explains authenticity like this, okay? Authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. Choosing authenticity means cultivating the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable, exercising the compassion that comes from knowing that we are all made of strength and struggle and nurturing the connection and sense of belonging that can only happen when we believe that we are enough. Authenticity demands wholehearted living and loving, even when it's hard, even when we're wrestling with the shame and fear of not being good enough and especially when the joy is so intense that we're afraid to let ourselves feel it. Okay, that's from Brene Brown and her book, The Gifts of Imperfection. Now, that is a really great explanation that touches on a lot of things here. So let's break this down a little bit. So first she says, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we really are. I love that she says 
This is a daily practice, right? It takes intentional on-purpose practice to be authentic. Why? Because every day we go through a hailstorm of attacks from people who want us to do this or think we should do that or beliefs and opinions, you know, that they want us to believe certain ways, right? And we start to feel shame or guilt around our own beliefs and opinions and let those people, societies, status quo, social norms, religious beliefs, etc., pull us away from our authentic self, right? So it's a daily practice to navigate this. That's why she says choosing authenticity means cultivating the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable, right? Standing firm to our boundaries and our beliefs and our values and standards, we, we set ourselves, we set for ourselves, we believe in our core authentic selves is vulnerable, right? It takes courage to stand our ground and be who we are because we are at the risk of other people, society, culture, etc., making us feel shame or guilt or over being who we are, right? So it takes courage and it takes daily practice to stand firm in our truth, stand firm in our authenticity and embrace what makes us unique. Embrace the unique gifts, talents, and perspective we've gained that forms our authenticity, right? In her quote on authenticity, Brene Brown also says, authenticity demands wholehearted living and loving, even when it's hard, even when we're wrestling with the shame and fear of not being good enough. And I think that right there is what stops so many of us from being truly authentic in our lives and the various situations we're in, right? You can all relate to this. You know, I know you can. Shame and fear of not being good enough or not being accepted and, you know, instead being rejected, right? So now we're seeing this in our society all around us, right? There's this mass movement to try to convince people that, you know, they're beliefs are actually the true and higher self beliefs, right? Like now you can't read certain children's books, right? Or you shouldn't live your life restricted to values. And it's okay to display whatever sexual acts you want all over social media and the television shows, right? Because that's expressing who you are, right? And you don't need any morals or values because to live, be your best self is to actually do whatever you want and identify as whoever you want with no regard to anyone around you or the consequences of your actions, right? That is flat out wrong. That's not what we're talking about. And that's not true authenticity. Okay. So this brings up my next point that there is a call back to authenticity, but what is it? You know, how do you know if you really are being authentic, which is to say true to one's personality, spirit, and character. Okay, how do you know if you're being true to you 
or if you've adopted someone else's belief or adopted the cool status quo thing to do, right? The quick answer, answer is that, you know, sometimes it is okay to adopt someone else's belief or a religious belief or a society belief if it truly aligns and feels right to you. And sometimes we just have to try to live in that belief for a while and decide whether it actually is right for us, right? Knowing that if it isn't, we can change our mind, we can change our perspective, and we can choose something different that does feel more aligned and true. You know, we can redirect. And other times, you know, we can judge that by simply observing others and studying history and studying science of behaviors and pondering and journaling about it to understand our deep feelings without everyone else's bias. You know, what are your deep feelings and desires about this concerning it? If you remove all the shame, guilt, and fear of not fitting in or not being accepted, if you had zero fear on this of standing alone in your true belief, what do you believe? Okay, that's how you decide and know whether it truly is authentic to you. So if you're feeling this call back to authenticity that so many of us are, and you crave people and relationships and situations that are true and vulnerable and real, you know, not a fake facade, you know, then it's time for you to really go within yourself and question your own authenticity. You know, not just question it, but identify it, right? How do you know if you're being authentic, true to you, true to your spirit, true to your character, if you haven't taken the time to really identify it, right? I think most people have not done that. So in my signature coaching program, I teach women how to design their extraordinary life, right? Their ideal best life. These are women who want to design a life that is 100% them so they can finally feel fulfilled and happy and balanced in all areas of their life, okay? And this is not selfish, right? Going through this process of life design based on their unique authenticity allows them to create a life that is designed for them to be at their best so they can better be better in all roles that they play in life, be a better mom, be a better spouse, be a better friend, be a better worker or boss or businesswoman or, you know, leader or better, you know, better giving back, you know, better at whatever it is they're doing, whatever role or identity they are in, they can come and show up as their authentic best, most powerful, loving, light-filled self, right? This is what they desire. This is what they want. And this is what I help them identify through the process of life design. Okay. And the better I can get my clients back to their core of authenticity, the better life they can create for themselves and the people in their influence. So to get to the heart of authenticity, to answer that call that we want to create a life that is true to our personality, to our spirit, not the spirit, our spirit, right? True to our character, 
I first teach them how to build a proper foundation based on the four pillars of their core authentic self. And those four pillars are their spirit, their mental health, their intellectual health, and their physical health, okay? Four pillars or four cornerstones in the foundation of which they're going to build their best life. When we have each of these pillars or cornerstones in place, that is to say, when we've identified their unique truth and desires, the things they want for each pillar, we now have a firm understanding of their core authentic self, the truth of who they really are as a spirit, the truth of their mental health and what we need to do to fortify it so it's functioning to their favor, not their demise, right? The truth about their intellect and how to make sure we are feeding that intellect with the things that will advance them to their goals, right? The truth about their physical health and what we need to do to fortify this pillar or cornerstone so that we are in ideal health to do the things we want to do and have the experiences we want to have in our life, right? Now you can start to see how authenticity isn't something we can just say, oh yeah, I'm trying really hard to be authentic. You know, I'm not using filters on my Facebook photos anymore. You know, I'm, I'm doing it unfiltered, right? I'm authentic. You know, you're starting to see that being truly authentic is much deeper than that, right? And it takes some inner work to even identify who you are in the first place and what your truth is before you can really embrace authenticity in your life. So I want to briefly give you an image now of what happens when these four pillars of our core authentic self are not properly in place or fortified, okay? If they're not in good repair, if they're not standing, you know, in mortar and a firm foundation, stay with me now, okay? So the first pillar in the foundation of your core authentic self is your spirit, okay? There's this famous quote uh, by a philosopher, I can't think of his name right now, French philosopher. He says, we are not, you know, human beings having a spiritual experience from time to time. We are spiritual beings having a human experience on this earth. You know, our spirits are eternal. No beginning, no end. They are infinitely, divinely created. They are light. They are love. They are beautiful. They are peaceful. It is intrinsically and eternally good. Okay? Our spirit has no beginning, no end. And... When your spirit enters your body and comes into this world or this reality, it is introduced to things that are not light and not love and not good and not peaceful, right? And again, out of fear of not being good enough or fitting in or being rejected and not having our physical, mental, or emotional needs met, we get swayed away from our authentic love and light and truth and goodness and peace 
and coerced into practices or mannerisms or things or beliefs or situations or rituals or any whatever you want to say that bring darkness and distrust and deceit and bad things, right? And sometimes it isn't like super horrible bad stuff. It's just a place where we are encouraged to deny or ignore our spirits, right? And when we do that, that first pillar is no longer fortified, okay? And it starts to crumble, the mortar cracks, right? It starts to lean and tip, right? And so an example of this is when, let's say, let's talk about our intuition, okay? Intuition is a spiritual gift that we all have. We all have a unique set of spiritual gifts. Some of you have more unique gifts than others. And you know this, and you, if you do have a unique gift, I know that you've experienced, you know, having, feeling like you have to hide that gift, right? But let's talk about intuition, okay? So sometimes we want, we're in situations where we want to use our intuition. That's our spirit talking to us, right? That's our spirit saying, this doesn't feel right. You know, that's our spirit saying, "Mm, I don't know about this. But, you know, friends or family, coworkers, whatever situation it is, you know, will be encouraged to ignore that intuition, right? So let's say your boss gives you a direct order to go and do something and your intuition is telling you that you should not do that. What do you do? You either have to ignore your intuition and do it anyways and feel that, you know, discord and disconnect and that yucky feeling, or you have to ignore your boss and get in trouble, right? (laughs) We are faced with these situations all the time. So if you, if those, if the habit of ignoring your spirit and your spiritual gifts and shutting them down and not, not being, not allowing yourself to listen to your spirit and be in tune with your spirit and use your spiritual gifts, if that becomes a habit, if shutting that out becomes a habit because of fear of shame or guilt or rejection or whatever it is, then your pillar, that spiritual pillar will crumble and tip and it's not in place anymore. Okay. And so what happens next is a domino effect, right? If you have four pillars standing here, one starts to tip, what's going to happen? Okay. The second pillar of your core authentic self is your mental health. What's going on up here? When your spiritual pillar of authenticity is not in place, that light, that love, that goodness starts to fade, right? It dims. Sometimes it disappears completely altogether. You know, your mind gets dark, right? You all know what this feels like. You start telling yourself horrible things like, oh, I'm not good enough. No one understands me. No one ever sees me. No one loves me. I'm not worthy of love and acceptance. You know, I'll never be anything more than this. I'll never be able to get a better job. I'll never have a boyfriend that treats me good. I'll never get a husband, period. On and on and on. This broken record of negative, dark, and destructive self-talk, right? And those, those are distortions. When the light 
that shines truth goes away and dims, darkness comes in. We get confused. There's distortion, which simply means, you know, not true. It's lies. So we can't see the truth anymore, right? Everything gets dark, gets confusing. We get disoriented. There's distortion and lies that we're listening to. And the more we listen to them, the more we turn them into a beliefs. And we want to believe that those lies are true. See how damaging this is? So our mental health quickly starts to tip and crumble as well. You know, crumble and fall down, tip over, whatever. So now we have two pillars that are crumbling and tipping over. And there is nothing we can do to keep the other two in place at this point, right? And they start to go as well. So pillars number three and four are intellect and our physical health. They also start to crack and crumble because when our minds are so dark and we are feeling so much pain and we are stuck in these lies and distortions and we're confused on how to act to make it better, we've drifted so far away from our authentic truth and our light and our divine nature and identity that we need to do something to cope, right? We need a Band-Aid to help us feel better, right? We're desperately fighting on this kind of emotional survival mode. So we reach out for the quickest, easiest boost in oxytocin, which is usually something that is not healthy, right? And can even be destructive. We try to cope from our mental darkness and illness by feeding our intellect with mindless TV or scrolling on social media. And sometimes we numb it with really violent TV shows or even pornography, right? Anything you do to quote unquote cope or give you a little hit of something that makes you feel good, right? So our intellectual health crumbles. We're no longer feeding our minds with good, wholesome, uplifting knowledge and inspiration that will help us create that life of light and, and, you know, awesomeness that we want. You know, we can't feed our intellect with stuff that'll help us in our best lives because we're feeding it with all this garbage for this artificial feeling of, you know, good to help us cope. So all the while, you know, our physical bodies are suffering and breaking down as well. Poor mental health makes us depressed and sluggish, right? We stop exercising. We stop doing positive things like getting fresh air and sunshine. We start binge eating garbage foods and attempt to start feeling better, right? All the toxic hormones from stress and anxiety leach in like poison and make us physically hurt, right? Our stomachs form ulcers, our backs and our necks hurt, our joints ache, and we nearly become paralyzed sometimes because our bodies feel so much pain. And the reality is it's coming from all those, you know, pillars that are not in place. Okay. And that's the funny thing about physical health. So many ailments can be fixed by getting back to spirit, setting that pillar up, getting the light back, cleaning up your mind, fortifying this pillar for a healthy mind, 
feeding your intellect with positive things that will keep you on track and feed you things that will help you get to where you want to be. Now our physical bodies, we have knowledge to feed it healthy food. We're researching knowledge you know, on exercise programs that are going to be right for our body, right? We're doing things now to get all four pillars of your core authentic self fortified and in place. And you've identified exactly what you need, not what your best friend Carol needs, not what your daughter needs, not what your boss needs, and not what your mother thinks you need, what you need for your unique spiritual identity, your unique mental health, your unique intellectual health, and your unique physical body. Okay, this is all about you, your core authentic self. Okay, Brene Brown says, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are, okay? So who are you, my friend? Have you taken the time to really know who you are, what you believe, what you want for your spirit, what you want for your mental health, your intellect, your physical well-being? This is what we talk about in my signature life design program. We start with going deep and going, you know, doing the inner work to help you identify who the crap you even are, first of all, because we cannot build your extraordinary best life if we don't know who you really are. The truth is, you really don't know, do you? You know, you know some things, right? You have a base idea, but you really don't know until you go through this process to identify it and define it, right? And then adopt the daily practice of living in your truth every day. And I will tell you that my client and my clients will tell you that there is so much joy and peace and light and relief in going through this process, right? Extracting yourself out of the confusion and muck and darkness of dysfunction of not having your four pillars of authenticity in place fortified and thriving, right? There is so much joy in getting back to that, fortifying those, identifying that, finding your core authentic self. So when you answer the call back to authenticity, you are answering the call back to light, back to love, back to order, back to harmony and balance, back to truth and all that is good and love and light. That's what you are answering the call back to. So it's time, love, okay? It's time for you to answer that call back to your authenticity. If you want to learn more how you can restore your four pillars of your core authentic self, send me a DM, okay? And we'll talk about it. And we'll talk how I can serve you and getting you back to truth and light and love and your core authentic divine beautiful self. That's all I have today, love. Thank you so much for listening. 
please share this with anyone you think needs to hear this message today. And please leave me a review so more people can find me on this podcast, okay? Thank you guys so much. Until next time, with light and love, this is Kara. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. As mentioned, you can find any links in the show notes. And if you haven't connected with me personally, I would love to meet you. Hop over to Instagram and find me at Kara Coving or connect with me on my Facebook page. And shoot me a DM. Let me know that you listened to this episode and what you thought of it. I love hearing from all of you. So please hop over and say hello. Thanks for listening. Now go out and chase some wildflowers.